0: Fight, we don't have to kill. Everybody in the whole wide world really just needs to chill. No, we don't have to bust. no no, no, we don't have to fight. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Just Chill with Oliver George. Before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to just remind everybody that if you're watching this on YouTube and you would prefer an audio-only version of the episode for whatever reason, you can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And opposite to that, if you were listening to this right now and you didn't realize there was a visual side to the show, then please come check us out on YouTube. Now, wherever you do decide to watch or listen, I should point out I would also really appreciate it if you would subscribe or follow or like. Any of that really does go a long way and does mean a lot to me. Now, finally, if you want to uh, contact the show, it's just chillpodcasting at gmail.com. Without any further delay, let's get to this week's episode. It's an important one to me because it's episode 30, so I think that's pretty cool. But beyond that, even cooler, I got to sit down with Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod of Body Break. This was pretty mind blowing for me, as I'm sure it would be for some of you uh, who also grew up watching them, just to be able to sit down with them and chat about fitness and life in general, and also get some insights uh, from Hal about some of his experiences with racism at different points in his career, which he's been opening up to the media about lately. So uh, just a really great conversation. And I do hope you'll check it out uh, right to the end because this was just a great chat. Thanks. There we go. Hello. (laughs) So great to see you guys. Yeah, <laughs> nice and, to meet you. Uh, and thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. I really do truly appreciate it. It's uh, mm-hmm. really a dream to be able to sit down with you guys because I was born in 85. So you've basically been a staple of my childhood. And uh, <laughs> to be able to sit down with the legends themselves, pretty cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about the legends. legends. <laughs> hey, in my opinion, for
0: sure. Um, I, I did get the uh, new issue of McLean's where you were featured oh. and you had a, a very poignant article Uh, discussing a lot about racism that you faced in in your life. And uh, that's also on the heels of some videos that you released, uh, which are very, it's powerful stuff, you know, and uh, luckily by the sounds of it, you had great parents who uh, taught you how to deal with that in a healthy way and try to persevere. Um, But what I, I guess my first question for you is on the heels of TSN issuing uh, an actual apology, is that give you a sense of vindication or does it feel sort of like an empty gesture just to save face?
1: Um, the, the latter, uh, <laughs> absolutely.
0: uh, I had my suspicions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it did, I told them at the time, I don't really care. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything to me and, uh, don't bother, but then they, you know, corporately, I told him, I said, I realized for bell and everything like that, you've got to corporately, you know, do your, do your job. But, um, and then I thought about it afterwards and I thought it was more the, um, people that weren't as fortunate as I, uh, those are the people who I feel, you know, uh, they, they owe an apology to not myself.
0: Yeah. The unheard voices for sure. Yeah. Um, while well, we should probably expand upon that a bit for people who may not have seen the video, um, just that crazy situation you dealt with coming in, trying to get a job as a news re- or a sports reporter. And, uh, to only be told a few hours later, sorry, we already have a token black guy, essentially.
1: Yeah. And if you haven't seen the video, you can go to our YouTube channel and check it out.
0: Subscribe to their channel. Anyone who sees this for sure. Um, Honestly, doing research for this was a blast because you guys have so many great videos up on there. And it's been really it's cool seeing, you know, the now and then and how things have changed and how some things don't change. You know,
1: we we change. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. But it's interesting
2: for us, you know, when we look back on uh, when we started body break, one of our mandates was to be very inclusive, regardless of age, gender, um, you know, your race, your abilities. And when we look back on the old shows, we, we were very inclusive of whether uh, of all people, you know, we have a, a show where a physically challenged person was, was in a wheelchair playing tennis. And for the first 10 15 seconds of the show, you didn't know I was playing someone in uh who was sitting sitting in a wheelchair. So I I look back and I go, I'm really proud of that we were able to be so inclusive.
0: It was very progressive for the time, especially. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: It, it, it seems you know now, you know, especially up here in Canada, you see that it's so kind of intermingled and you see an Asian woman with a white guy in a Sleep Country commercial, you know, it's like nobody, yeah, nobody
0: blinks an eye, yeah.
1: Yeah, whereas, uh, um, or you see two, uh, two men in a, you know, that type of thing. So it's, things have changed so progressively um, to be inclusive so that everyone can uh, can be there. We, we don't think of ourselves as really, um, you know, we were out there fighting, you know, we never felt that way. We were just out there doing our thing knowing what the right thing to do was. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really, we, and I, the Toronto Star did an article on us and they, they I kind of at first was like, I took back took it back a little bit. They said that body break was like a Trojan horse. And I said, like, well, we, we weren't really trying to deceive anybody, but then I thought about it. And I thought, well, they're probably right. We weren't trying to deceive you, but we were trying to not throw it in your face. Yeah. So that you would go- it was, all, it was very
0: palatable for people who might need a, a transitional sort of, you know. Right,
1: yeah, Yeah. that's what it was kind of like, just, well, let's give you, a, like, I've got a whole bunch of uh, uh, black friends that we would use in the, the shows, but I wouldn't have all my black friends in one show. Because <laughs> then yeah. people look at, oh, it's a black show.
0: Or, no, for sure, you want everyone to feel included. Yeah, that's right. great.
1: So that, that was kind of how we went.
0: Um, I wanted to ask then, because I know you spent time in both the US and in Canada, Um, Do you think there's less racism here or we're just better at hiding it?
1: Um, I think uh, uh, not better at hiding it. I think it's just our we're different than the Americans. The way we approach things. We're politer. We're less in your face. uh, We're less um, vulgar and belligerent. um, And so uh, and we are less racist. Um, and as a
0: whole, I would say, yeah, probably. As,
1: yeah, and generally speaking, we're, we're, we're more, much more inclusive than the U.S. The U.S. is very tribal. Um, Canada is not nearly the same as, um, in that respect. Uh, and so that's kind of what I would think is the, the major difference. Also the fact that when you look at history, the U.S. is, is built, literally built yeah. on slavery. Yeah. Um, so if you understand history you understand the plight of the black person and and you step back and you say, why would a white poor person vote the same way as not, not as a, a, the same as a a poor black person. And because they've been able to separate it, not in wealth, but in tribalism in, okay, Mm. here's the white society. At least you poor white people are better than the black people. And, and, it, and it actually bodes true in the sense that a, a white male who has a high school education makes more money than a black male who uh, has a university degree. Wow. So, and you think of that, okay, and that's how the system has worked. So they've done, and, you know, in South Africa, they did the same thing with, um, uh, with a, uh, oppressing black people. The white people put different degrees of shades so if you were light skinned, you got so much. You were lighter, you're a little darker, you got so much. So the, the white people didn't have to do the oppression. The black people started to oppress the, themselves because they were just a little bit ahead. They got a little bit more advantage mm, the lighter skin you were. so
0: Like a hierarchy, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so.
0: Hmm. Um, wow. Yeah, that's, I, I remember watching a documentary recently uh, in the U.S. Sometime in the 30s, there was uh, Black Wall Street, which was this area where all these affluent black men were doing really well with their businesses. And then overnight, they basically burned down like 1200 buildings and killed somewhere around 300 people, all brushed under the rug. And it was labeled as, oh, these people were rioting, which was not true at all. So it's it's a dark history in the US to say the least, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that was in Oklahoma and- uh, Oh,
0: sorry, I thought it was Ohio, my bad.
1: No, yeah, it was uh, Oklahoma that that, that happened in. So it was really, um, you know, there's so, there's so much, he who, he who wins writes history. And so the white male has won. So he generally writes the history. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's, uh, that's, no, that's nice. so true. Um, actually, I'm doing a talk tomorrow on, um, about race and, uh, a zoom, a zoom meeting with a corporation, uh, all about, um, race and, uh, um, and, and kind of what things are going on and how, how white people can assist.
0: That's great. I mean, I like what you said about uh, the, the first thing we can do is just listen, you know, yeah. be open to hearing these experiences that we don't have any firsthand experience with ourselves and try to understand where that, you know, the perspective that that person is coming from. I think that's the best place to start.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I want to talk about so after the TSN incident, then you guys meet in a gym. And I guess my question, I mean, maybe Joanne, if you want to field this one, um, was it love at first sight?
1: For Joanne, absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Saw those abs and then it was game over. Yeah. Um, Like only because I I honestly wasn't even aware until a few years ago that you guys were a couple. I I just thought you were co-hosts, to be honest. I didn't realize. So I was curious when that did develop.
2: Well, it was funny because when we met at the gym uh, and uh, we realized we had a mutual friend and we were both interested in sports, had sports backgrounds. And then when we went um, and then Hal asked me, he said, well, why don't we get together and go out for dinner and and talk about, you know, uh, getting into, um, he was wanting to get into sports broadcasting at the time and I was doing a cable TV show just sporadically. And so I actually went to the the dinner with a notepad with a whole bunch of questions. And we never did end up talking about those questions. But uh, I didn't realize it was a date date.
1: (laughs) And and that was, uh, we went to a restaurant called Pasta Pasta. And it was the uh, only time that we that we ordered wine at at dinner. Neither of us didn't know that each one we don't drink. and so I I asked her I said would you like some wine when the posse she says oh sure and uh I said okay and so we both we split a, a half a craft I guess that's like a uh, like a little bit of a glass for each of us. And that was the only time we ever drank wine together.
2: I don't remember us finishing no, it. We didn't I finish do it. remember <laughs> crayon, doing crayon drawings on the, they had paper down yeah. or something.
1: Well, like it's, yeah, it was <laughs> oh, transport. yeah. I've been to places like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a blast. I think all restaurants should have that, to be honest. Yeah. yeah Especially yeah. if you got kids with you. I have three kids. So when we go to a restaurant, we can do it while we're waiting for the food. That's definitely a, an advantage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, so you guys shopped around the show and uh you were faced with a lot of people who didn't want an interracial couple uh on camera or or thought it was audiences weren't ready for it, so to speak. Um
1: yeah, that was only once. That was the last straw kind of thing. Okay. Most people never said anything. They just said they'd never seen anything like this before. I was very positive. I knew it was gonna work. I r- really did. I I was I you just have to hit as many doors as you can. And I think it's funny because I think it's kind of um, I, I don't want to pile on millennials or anything, but I think that, you know, um, I was of a generation where we are that not everyone got a trophy um, so for just showing up. So yeah. it's like, you got to hit on, you know, maybe it's five doors, maybe it's 10, maybe it's 20, maybe it's 50, but you got to keep on hitting until the door opens up. So, uh, and that's where I, I never thought of it as being persistent it 's just that i I was making a mistake because obviously i wasn 't describing or showing the pilot the right way, finding the right fit, but we found the right fit um, but so no one ever said to us until we got to t s n, uh, and that 's when they said, Well, we like the show, we want to put it on, but because you know interracial couple, you know how you can still put it together, but you can 't be on on screen and so so that 's kind of what
0: um, I bet you want to uh, kind of deck the guy at the moment to be honest you know no no,
1: no because it, it, relatively speaking one he was being honest fair and secondly i've been black all my life so if if i wanted to deck somebody every time i had somebody <laughs> i'd be like constantly fighting like so why do that like it's uh, he was he was being honest one he he liked what liked what we do so i was very pleased with that mm-hmm. um and so um, i have an expression there's always a way and so there's always a way to get around things and so that's when i went home at 3 30 in the afternoon and i asked joanne i said who who does the fitness for the government and she said participation and that's when i called um so it was no, and so I and mean, we do a lot of presentations uh, now virtually, but uh, we would go across the country and talk. And when I would talk about it a little bit, I would, never say, I would always say I never had any ill will towards TSN. Um, I, I never had any animosity. In fact, they showed me the light. They showed me where to go, yeah, uh,
0: that's the, true.
1: The, the, the right fit. So a- anger is kind of a waste of, waste of energy.
0: Was well, that's why. I, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, please. Well,
2: it's just really surprising that here's a, a sports network who have has most of their uh, athletes that they show on television are black. Yeah. And yet they they wouldn't uh, sponsor a show or or put put a show like ours on. It just
0: yeah, it's very uh, bizarre. It's just
2: very confusing for me.
0: Yeah, because if the stars out there are mainly, uh, you know, colored, then then what's the issue with someone in an announcing position or a reporter or, or anything else in, in the mainframe of the system, you know, like, it should be all who cares, you know, I mean, it's hard for me, because my parents were great. They always raised me to think, you know, judge a person on their character on who they are as a person. And so it's, and not to say that I've never had moments of, of frustration with people, but uh, we all have those moments, you know, but I've never felt, an understanding for racism. I really don't get it or sexism or homophobia or any of that. I, I just never been able to comprehend uh, how that gets into people and really poisons them, but it must be their upbringing. I assume if they're,
1: well, yeah, it's, it's uprooting. It's a society that they're, they're in. Um, you know, we, we are very, uh, as I said, we're, America is even more tribal. And yeah. so, you know, you get into your tribe, you stay with your tribe and, you know, and, and you think about it. I, I did a lot of radio interviews, uh, with TSN, I did every uh, TSN radio across the country. And um, when the when the uh, racism video came out and I asked them, uh, I said to them, now, they were all male that interviewed me. And it was uh, usually two interviewers and they were both male. And I asked them, uh, do either one of you or uh, how do you guys are in your office? How, or do you sit, stand? Oh, we sit, and there was something, yeah, I'm lazy, whatever it might be. Oh, great. I said, so, basically what you're saying is that a person in a wheelchair could do your job. And they kind of, a little silence, they go, yeah. I said, oh, uh, how come there is nobody at your network in a wheelchair doing a sports broadcast? Coming from a perspective of someone with a disability who still enjoys sports, because people who are in wheelchairs who watch the Leafs. You know, who still know sports and so or they
0: play modified versions of the same sports, yeah. many of them. The
1: yeah. That whatever they would have a more connection. Yeah. But, well, what you're, what you're really asking is you're asking, um, the white male to give up his privilege, whether it be a woman coming in, whether it be a person of color, or a person with a disability, we're just saying, uh, let us at the table equally. Yeah. That's the only difference so but but it's but i i appreciate that if uh you know i get a seat at the table um uh, not on merit but because of who i am you don't want to give that up and so that's what we're asking you know uh, that's like that's what the society is asking now uh for white males to give up their privilege
0: yeah well i think uh, i think we've had our time in the sun, and and no one's saying that you can't still be a white, not be a white male and succeed in in whatever you may be trying to do. But so can other people. And what's wrong with that? You know. Yeah, and I, I do agree with that
1: enough. But yeah, that's uh, that's uh, you know had to to be in there uh, to to share it with everybody. That's really to me the 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 best thing to do. Um, and I think it's important to stick up not for your own, but to stick up for someone else. Um, For women. I mean, that's also the show was very much about uh, equality between Joanne and I Um, Mm -hmm. that uh, Joanne Joanne wrote all the scripts. So So we
2: would do a lot of role reversals like I would make uh, like how we do the dishes in in our housework uh, show or or, um, you know, we'd be. you know, doing a sports activity and I would, I'd be able to keep up with him and is, yeah, it's to show equal. One of the things that happened uh, when we were creating body break is there was a show on Tia or CNN called body by Jake and Jake is the, or was this big bodybuilder guy. And he was like in your face and he would have uh, a very thin, uh, blonde female as his sidekick, and she was really um, kind of you know the uh, the blonde bimbo, the and, eye
0: candy or whatever, yeah,
2: yeah. And I um, I remember watching that and saying that that's not that's not right. That's not mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be portrayed. You know we, you know uh, you know women can be athletic people. Uh, women can you know uh, be strong. And um, we all come from a from a different perspective, so it just adds to you know the show or to whatever we do. So that's like with uh, TSN, you know, by allowing for people of different um, backgrounds and or genders, you get a different perspective of whether it's um, tennis or football. It's just different perspective.
0: Um, I love that you touched on that, actually, the whole role reversal thing because I always say that I'm in a twenty first century couple. Uh, I work part- time at the hospital and i and I do this show, but I'm primarily a stay- at home dad for my three kids. And my fiance is an ICU nurse and she's killer at her job. She's amazing. I, and it's a great system we have. But I still get a lot of stereotypical responses from people when I go to my part- time job at the hospital. It'll always be people saying, oh, are you are you not getting enough shifts, even though I've explained to them several times over, well, I'm a stay at home dad. Like that, that's work too. I work my butt off, believe me, you know. Um, so there's a lot still that we have to do to, to open people's eyes with that. And similarly, uh, when I was in high school, I, I just only in the last five, maybe 10 years started to realize that I didn't hate fitness growing up. I just hated sucking at organized sports and having people tell me I suck. And, and a lot of that was because of this male bravado and machismo that I, I found very off putting at, at a young age, you know, and it kind of stuck with me. And then when I got divorced, I was like, "Okay, uh, my metabolism's slowing down. Maybe I'll give this fitness thing another try." You yeah,
1: know? <laughs> and now I
0: love it. Now me and my fiance are—we uh, just finished a workout before this, you know, this interview. So,
2: Well oh, great, good.
0: Yeah, that's another thing I think is great—is working out as couples, which uh, you guys obviously know. It's so much more motivating to get in there and just really give it one hundred percent because you're kind of buddies. You know, you can. Well, well if, the have the
2: same, if you have the same goal, it is. I think you know. I thoroughly enjoy playing golf with with Hal. However, I've gone. I I run, and that running has turned into uh, doing uh, Ironman 70.3s. Oh wow! You, know, you have to run. You have to bike. You have to swim. Hal's not into swimming and or biking run, or running or running um he'll he'll bike but his bike day may be different than my bike day and i'm more on a a regimented schedule whereas he's more what do i feel like doing so it all depends on your your fitness goals whether or not it actually connects
0: well at least the fact that you both are fitness oriented still helps as opposed to a couple where one person's really fitness oriented and the other person's kind of a couch potato then
1: yeah that dichotomy
0: is not really going to work out too well um what was I going to say here? Oh, so when Participaction greenlit the show, I loved uh, seeing one of your videos where you explained why, which was because you guys had the golf clubs fall over at the end of the first video. And that's the take you decided to use. So I love that, you know, you guys don't take yourself too seriously and fun is always sort of at the epicenter of what you're doing. Um, is there a funny one out of the two of you? Who, who's the funny one?
1: Um, well, I, what it is, is it's basically I, I make the faces or I, I'll do the, <laughs> the the pranks kind of thing and Joanne's kind of the straight the straight person uh, more so I'll I'll kind of push the envelope on things and um, so it's like what well, we did one in uh, San Diego about gardening and I told our cameraman Claude Garippe t- I said Claude when you tell me when we got a, a good take in the can and then we'll do one more after we got a good take and we'll do another take and so it was uh, the final scene was I've got a I've got a hose in my hand I'm spring the uh, the uh, flowers, and so we did. We did the the final take or we, of it. We we knew we had it. It was the last thing, and so we said, "Oh well, until next time, keep fit and have fun." And now boom, I turned the uh, hose right on Joanne, and it's like her hair just like Whoa. it was like ah, and she just ran after me. And that's what we that's what we used in the show. It was kind of kind of. But so I would often think of things to 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 prank her in a way. But so. now
2: because of the iPhone, you can capture things and we go out for a bike ride recently and I, we come into the, the driveway and my, my feet are clipped into my shoes while well, I didn't clip out quick enough and I went like down, oh. like just so quick. Well, he's got his phone out before I can even like scream that I've fallen. And so now all my little things are being put out on uh, Instagram. She says, don't put that up on social media. Don't do
1: that. Oh, no, it's funny. Let's do it.
0: Well, when I watched, uh, I was going through a bunch of YouTube videos of yours all week. And uh, not only was it great to just watch them, but it dawned on me that the the digital realm we're living in now is kind of perfect for your videos because the majority of the older ones were like 90 seconds and that's just amazing for social media right. posting.
1: Well, we, we we've uh, like we just started the YouTube channel really. Uh, we've had one for seven or eight years or so, but we really never put anything up on it. Um, and so, we, so what we're doing is we're releasing every week, we're releasing uh, two or three of, uh, we have over 300 videos, 39 half hour shows. And so we're releasing... A little bit every uh, every week, and what we've um, uh, what what we thought about is that we were YouTube before there was YouTube,
0: essentially. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So it was like we were providing information free, and uh, and that was that was it. It was so we get and and in this whole process of um, uh, of doing you know the the YouTube stuff, and I'm learning. I, I really enjoy it. Is that it's Same like here, I'm yeah. watching. I'm watching so many YouTube uh, channels uh, of all these young people telling you, oh, how to light, how to set the camera, how to how to present to the <laughs> camera. I go, I've been doing this for a long time, but it's good to learn from young people. And so, um, yeah. So we've actually we've we just set this. Uh, this is our gym here at home, and and we're gonna make this. We're gonna do a YouTube live from uh, from here. Uh, from the from the gym so we've got a i've got a switcher here for four cameras to hook up and wow. and do a four four camera shoot and and um, yeah it looks like got, quite the gym yeah it's uh, it's pretty nice it, you only see a portion of it but uh, it's it's quite uh it's about uh, 900 square feet and wow it's uh our place to have we got our bike treadmill stepper uh, leg machines uh, uh other bikes over here uh, weight rack. So yeah, we we we're, were hunkered down for um, for COVID. We're, we have no no trouble. Yeah, I'm
0: jealous. I haven't been back to the gym yet just because the idea of uh, working out in a mask seems just really kind of, I don't know, I find wearing the mask already, you get a lot of skin issues and, and it's, I try to wear them when I have to obviously, but uh, working out, it doesn't seem very ideal. So we switched to doing these home workouts. Uh, a guy called Bully Juice on, uh, on YouTube. He's an ex-military guy though. So it's yeah. all no weights, just using your body. A lot of jumping jacks and burpees, and you know yeah. what? It's been—I'd say I'm in better shape now than when I was hitting the gym. Uh, yeah. Sometimes the basics really go a long way, and we've been getting the kids doing it while they're out of school, or, uh, yeah. you know, they're doing the digital stuff now. So, yeah, um, well,
1: and, and that was, thats what we're doing as well. We're uh, one thing we're producing right now is we produce a series of uh, three-minute um, di- vir- virtual body breaks for um for zoom meetings zoom calls oh cool so you know you've got a say a two-hour meeting you got to break it up and we've got a body break so it'd be eye exercises exercises you can do you know like seated in a chair so we took a desk to different locations as if we're doing a meeting and we put our two computers up on the two notebooks up so we're doing them is it like in the middle on a on the 15th tee of a golf course and we do the exercises right there. Uh, so it's kind of having have a little fun with it. Um, that's so cool. So, so, yeah, so we're doing that's kind of, uh, again, fun stuff that we're doing. And, and corporations are buying them and uh, and using them during their meetings.
0: And this was uh, when I saw you guys, I guess, in the field with the drone taking the footage of you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. That, that, oh, that was it. Super, super cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Jo- Joanne. She was uh, she likes operating the drone. Oh, down, that's so. <laughs> <point>.
0: <laughs> Oh, I think I would crash one if I tried. I haven't tried it yet, but um, I was going to ask you guys about the amazing race just because I for- totally forgot you guys were on that. And uh, I-, I wanted to ask what it was like being on a reality show like that, especially such an- a high octane one.
2: It definitely was high octane. It was the most stressful thing I-, I think I've ever done in my life. It was concentrated period of time, right from the minute you got in the van to take you to the the hotel where you were sequestered for five days before you were actually put on the line. And, you know, at that point, you're like this animal that has been caged, and you're let go. And, you know, you're, you, you, you think you know an awful lot, you know, we were the oldest a cumulative age uh, from a team perspective than all the other teams. And so we had a lot of experiences and a lot of knowledge behind, but you, you know, the sort of the gun goes and it's like you don't know anything. And it all comes down to when you're stressed, it was a perfect example of when you're stressed, it's very difficult to kind of uh, um, uh, formulate your thoughts correctly and also, like, just even you, you're, you're looking for the flag. Uh, and I don't know how many times we would run by the flag and never saw it.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, yeah it, it, was a, it was a great, great experience. It was seven years ago. Yeah. Um, I, I doubt we'd do it again. Uh, one of the things that we were concerned with when going on the show was how would they manipulate our image? Uh, mm. Because through editing, they can make you look uh, you know different ways and and they did do that they wanted to 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 flip flip the script and they they on us and they did and they 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 used things which we you know they, they weren't they were true but they were manipulated to make it look very The context different. So, was manipulated a bit yeah, yeah. It was very much so so
0: i heard that you guys were displeased that you came off as very vanilla no. That's what I read online. No, okay, maybe that was something I no, erroneous.
1: No, no, Because okay, really. we are. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, we both thought we were pretty boring because um, we're not going to yell at each other. Um, we were just ourselves.
2: And one of the things, whenever we did a task, we, we believe that in order to allow the other person to keep focused is you don't yell at them in terms of keep going, come on, you can do this oh, you know, do this, do that, we allow, we just, you know, was quiet and allowed the person to do the task, which doesn't create, you know, great television either. No, um, but you can I focus, when, yeah. right. Yeah, and so we weren't a, a yeller screamer or a raw, raw, raw kind of thing, um, but, you know, for the most part, the, I think it's the, the fact that you do have control, but there are certain um, challenges that you have no control over, and that, to me, I went in the race thinking A to B because I come from a running background. You race, you do the race, the start to the finish, and each each time we raced, I thought that was you know it's very clear cut. When in fact, it's very much subjective throughout the whole process and thing and there's influences that play into how well you do in a certain task or whether or not um, other people get buys when they they shouldn't Um, so it is a a lot more subjective than um, I, I know for me what I first thought and I don't I don't think now I you know when I when we we finished up I was gung-ho and like I'd love to try it again and as the years have gone by the more I realize you know I uh, um it's not going to go the way I want it to Mm. so you know uh enjoy the first time because they'll you don't want to just kind of um uh just kind of destroy that that really it was a good feeling and and a lot of positive things came out of it so it's like, you um, won't I get it. But it's, at. it's too
0: stressful to want to repeat it. Yeah.
1: Well, no, I, I and I had to say to Joanne, like I, I played baseball, but she ran track and field. So when you run track and field, when you run a hundred meters, it's a hundred meters side and there's no judgment. You know, the judgment is only, you know, did you start on time? Did you, and the, who won at the finish? Yeah. I played baseball. Well, every pitch, there's a judgment. The umpire is making a judgment. Is that inside or out? is that a strike or a ball? Yeah. Is he safer out? All of those judgment calls. So what Joanne's really talking about is that there were judgment calls that were questionable, I guess you could say. Um, and I just uh, I said, well, those are judgment calls. And so that's that's I was kind of accustomed to that, and I uh, where she was she wasn't. But uh, as I said, it was great experience, traveled you know throughout Canada, and um, it was uh, you know a pretty phenomenal. Uh, got to jump into Great Slave Lake and up in uh, oh, Yellowknife. Awesome. Uh, went to Whitehorse. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, and
2: We've almost been back to every place yeah. that we went to. We were, we've been in Yellowknife twice. Twice, yeah. Um, oh, since wow. the Amazing Race. And we hadn't been there before that. And so a lot of, uh, a lot of doors opened and a lot of good experience. And I, I, you know, I think I, when you do things like this, you come away personally um, having experiences and learning things about yourself that I think are, are, uh, worth so much.
1: Yeah. And, and I think the big thing is that, you know, uh, you know, I certainly, as you get older, you realize this is that we're all, we're all only renting. We're only here for a short period of time mm-hmm. and enjoy yourself. And so we've been uh, viewers of the amazing race uh, up until that point, uh, you know, 13 years from when it started, we were so, or, uh, actually 12 years to, to, to that point and it was, it was we saw every episode we, we really wanted to get on it and we got on it so we, we've had you know we've uh, we've we've performed athletics in front of thousands and thousands of people been on the race been you know we've done so many things a tv show it's like we've had yeah. a good ride you know so we're, we're we're pretty
0: lucky well you guys are still doing cool stuff yeah. um, <laughs> I wanted to ask um, if you guys had a cheat food when you when you're like, what is your guilty pleasure food?
1: Barbecue chips. Yep. Barbecue
0: chips. That. Okay, that's a pretty good it, one.
1: I love uh, cherry pie and ice cream, mm. but I, I mean, it's a special occasion. Like when once I have a year it. or something. Yeah, if jo- Joanne will buy it, and it's like. I Go, why did you buy that?
0: Like, <laughs> it's just gonna like, tempt you, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's like if it's, he's more
2: disciplined than I am. I yeah. go, I'm kind of like, if I have a craving for something, it's better for me to just go and eat it because I'm gonna think about it and that's gonna drive me crazy, <laughs> and then I'll end up eating more than if I had it initially,
0: yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, he's he's very, uh, very disciplined with yep. his diet. But I was a fat kid, and Joanne's never been fat, so it's like I've I have those fat uh, um, cells in me that uh, could come back at any period of time. Oh, so and you just have
0: crazy. the memory of being heavier and not necessarily wanting to return to that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's, it, you can't run a bad diet. So it's all about nutrition. Um, so, um, yeah, so it's, it's funny because that's what I'm thinking about uh, experimenting, doing this Facebook live or YouTube live is doing it uh, about nutrition and doing it about, uh, you know, hey, bringing on, you know, three or four foods and just talking about them and how crappy they are or how good they are, you know, like looking at different uh, uh, foods and just kind of explaining my thought process on it. Now, Joanne doesn't have any interest in doing any of that stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's just like, well, pack it in.
2: What it is, is I remember when we were, we had done body break maybe six, four or six years and we were on a talk show and the idea or they started talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs and I trashed um Wendell Clark
1: at the time (laughs) he got traded or something yeah Yeah,
2: and it bothered it has bothered me to this day (laughs) that I trashed him and so I just I just don't want to say anything positive or negative about anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have no guilt. I, I was on off the record with Michael Landsberg over a hundred times and that shows all about trashing things. So I, that was, that was a yeah. lot of fun. So I'm, i uh, So I'm maybe
0: respectful. we can expect, uh, the first episode of Hal's kitchen sometime soon.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> there hey, there's go. A go. I got it. We got it. We got it. We not got bad. To yeah. Right, good.
0: Um, yeah. I was going to say, you were talking about getting older, and uh, I'm going to be 35 at the end of the year. And I've been noticing. Wow. Well, yeah, I know. Okay, all right, all right. (laughs) Uh, In regards to fitness, though, I've been feeling some things. That's where I was trying to get to is that uh, my knees, and I have bad wrists from some surgeries, but knees and wrists, I'm getting a lot of uh, joint pain. So I was wondering. Hey, it'll if
2: never get any better. No. Okay. Well,
0: that's that's not very uplifting. I was going to yeah, ask if you guys. It's only going to get
1: worse. You
2: know what,
0: so much, no tips for that. As
2: much as people talk about getting older, you know, the bottom line is it it, it does suck. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Enjoy, well, enjoy. do you have any any uh, tips for sort of uh, mediating it a little bit? And, and yeah, yeah.
1: Here's here's one, and it's coming straight from Hal's kitchen. Is uh, is the uh, reduce the amount of sugar that you have because sugar is an inflammatory. So the inflammation that's created in your knees, on all your joints, wrists. Um, if you can reduce the amount of inflammation in that area, you re- you reduce um, the the you, you become more flexible and pliable, and you and it doesn't hurt nearly as much. So the more um, the more you the more the the less you eat of sugar. Um, the the less inflammation you're going to have in your body, and it's also going to relate to the amount of uh, weight loss and, and calories consumed and so forth. So. And
2: it's most important to keep active and and change your activity up. It, hmm. You know, we heard in the you know the '90s, the early you know two uh, thousands about uh, cross training, and it is very very uh, good. Your body responds well, and when you try something new. Uh, You know, just even like swimming, it uh, takes the pressure off your joints, but yet it will also strengthen, um, you know, your cardiovascular system from a a cardio perspective. But just you'll, you'll, it's kind of like that break that your body needs, but also trying things like cycling, just mixing things up and weight training is essential because you think of those joints, those joints need to be supported by all the, the muscles around it. So that if you you know, 're you're, you're walking in in snow and you go to slip, well, the stronger you are, the less chances of you being being injured, and if you do get injured the, the you're more apt uh, to uh, recover so much quicker, so the strength training, the cardio mix up of activity, and uh, the reducing of sugar are are really key, and you 'll notice it as you even get older and older.
0: Well, I've heard with um, with diet and exercise that just keeping your body sort of guessing is always going to be good for your metabolism, especially. Um, so I've heard of, I, I know Sylvester Stallone, I think, said when he was training for Rocky that he would have a very, very strict diet during the week of, you know, high protein, low carbs and all that. And then on the weekend, he would sort of go to town and have his cheesecake. And the, the theory was this ping pong effect that keeps your metabolism from getting too comfy in a certain state, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, know. I, I mean, I... I've always think, you know, it's the tried and true types of things. And, you know, if you eat good food um, and, you know, the, it's the perimeter, the outside of the uh, um, outside of the store, if you eat really, really good food, uh, that's where the veg- vegetables are. That's where all, you know, the, um, if you, when did you get into the processed department, that's what not, not nearly as good food. So just eat good food. Yeah. Um, I try to
0: avoid artificial flavoring and colors and stuff a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I, I would say, I know for, for us, we don't eat a lot of meat. Um, no, me we, neither. Uh, I'm a
0: vegetarian. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I've started eating eat more um, uh, burgers. Uh, the, the um, uh, plant-based, plant-based burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Which have been, you know, quite tasty. They're delicious. So, yeah. I had one last night actually I had a chicken burger and a plant-based burger last night. So if I noticed it was a couple summers ago, I, I we got a nice barbecue and I was, Barbecue and meat uh, during the summer, and I was eating quite a bit of it. And I was thinking "I'm feeling sluggish. Like it, it, it had an effect on me." Hmm. Um, so it's, um, yeah. And, and in the winter time, I hardly eat any meat uh, at all. And we like fish and stuff like. Yeah, that. I eat a bit eating, of fish eating, too. Eating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just and eat- eggs and
0: cheese and all that. I'm not a full uh, vegan or anything, but yep. Uh, yep. meat. I mean, part of it is for me. Is, I don't know if I would say a moral thing, but for whatever reason, I just got to a point where I didn't really want to eat the carcasses of of many things anymore it just kind of yeah. bugged me so much so to the point that i eat some of those plant-based burgers and the, they're getting so good now that yeah. Yeah. i ate one and i was like this is too much like real meat i feel like i'm <laughs> eating a real burger and i didn't want it anymore so um just uh when we were saying uh inflammation i wanted to ask you guys if you had any experience with cbd uh topical creams and balms and stuff because i know it's permeating our culture in a big way but specifically health and fitness and i just wanted to know if you had any experience personally with cbd products uh,
1: we uh we've used uh, an oil to to rub uh rub on um uh, we got it in nebraska or something we're coming back yeah for the joints, but other than that it was and really didn't do much, didn't do uh, much. what what's it, what what are the two uh the there's the two components of it um uh um, the yeah, the, what what's the, the two oh t h c
0: and c b d yeah
1: right right the t h c it had no t h c in it just yeah. the c b d and so it's um but <laughs> I,
2: you know, like I have rheumatoid arthritis and, um, you know, my doctor said that, uh, if it works great, uh, he's got patients that it, it works and for other patients, it doesn't. And I, I'm a firm believer in that. I know I used it quite a, quite a bit. And I'm not, sh- you know, so many factors go into how you feel mm-hmm. that I don't know if, um, it was, uh, great um, but it didn't do any harm.
0: Yeah. Um, well, some of it could I, be a placebo effect, right? Yeah. Just yeah. Thinking, oh, this is going to work, and then it works. Apparently, you know. Uh, but I think that's a lot but of people that, concerned it, about with CBD is 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 it like the new snake oil? You know, because it's you hear about it so much now, and I'm sure some of it's valid, but I, you have to wonder if some of it's maybe less valid. I don't know.
1: Yeah. yeah it's uh, well. Yeah. It,
2: not enough. You know, it hasn't been out uh, long enough in studies. And, yeah. And regulations and things to, for, for people to truly know, uh, I guess the, the top, top topical, um, cre- um ointments and things like that. Yeah. They're not harmful in any way. And if, if you do get a reaction, you know, you stop immediately.
0: Maybe harmful to your wallet, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. about it. Um, okay. Well, I'll wrap it up with you guys. Uh, I want to thank you. But I, one last question we asked everybody this season is if you could be endowed with a superhuman ability, what would it be and why? and not flying because that's kind of an easy one. You know, everybody wants to fly. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, please.
1: Disappear. <laughs> invisibility, we get that a
0: lot. We've had invisibility like eight times now, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I would say uh, for me, uh, being able to uh, know what people are thinking. Ooh. Oh, that could be.
0: Yeah, not good. a few times too, but that that's a double-edged be sword because uh, what if you can't shut it off, you know?
1: Well, yeah. yeah I, you could, because we're always anticipating or thinking, well, that person's thinking this, or gee, I'm coming across really well. And yet, but if you don't care, well, that's true. I true. don't care. <laughs> but, hey, I just think
0: it might be overwhelming to know what everyone was thinking, just because of, uh, especially if you're in a crowd of people or something, you know? If you could control yeah. it like Professor X or something like that. Then, right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like you, you say, okay, I want to know what this person's thinking. Turn it on. Yeah. Boom. You got <laughs> it. You go. And, but
0: is that an invasion of privacy?
1: Well, yeah. but it's a superpower, so who cares? Yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> valid point. Valid point. Um, okay, well, thank you again so much for uh, taking the time to chat with me, guys, and all the best in your future endeavors.
1: Great. Well, thanks. Well, until
2: next time, keep, keep fit. And have have fun.
0: fun. Oh, virtual high five.
2: <laughs>
0: awesome. Thank you, guys.